Choices to you. We offer a large variety of restaurants to choose from. Hot food delivered to your home or office. Whether you like Italian, Mexican, Thai, wings or burgers, at Choices to You, we have you covered for lunch or dinner. Choices to You. Visit us online at choicestoyou.com or call 678-691-4541 in North Fulton or 678-765-8989 in Gwinnett. Eat out without going out. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for the Tiffany Crewman Show. The Tiffany Crewman Show is presented by ChoicesToYou.com, the official restaurant delivery service of Business Radio X. Let ChoicesToYou.com bring the restaurant to you. Greetings and salutations, everybody. This is Stephen Julian, and I am here. It is Friday afternoon. If you're listening live, that means it's 1 p.m. And I am here inside the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios inside the beautiful Sinesta Hotel on Business Radio X. And that means I'm here for the Tiffany Crewman Show. Woo! Hey, Tiffany, how are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Fantastic. Uh, the other thing that I'm here with is uh, the Tiffany Crewman Show is brought to you by ChoicesToYou.com. Every week they deliver a fantastic lunch. And today... They have brought us lunch from Franco's Best. You know, I love it when a restaurant just tells you, just come in here and you'll get the best. I mean, there's just no debate. It's right? funny you say that. We saw a sign when we were in Europe one time and it said, probably the best steak in town. And we, like, we took pictures of it. We should have sent it to Leno or something, That's whatever that awesome. show is. Probably the best <laughs> We're like, is it or isn't it? Well, all I know is you'll get Franco's Best at <laughs> yes. Franco's Best. Uh, it's located at 1365 Grayson Highway in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Their phone number is 678-407-1155. And they work with Choices to You. They do also have catering for larger orders. They do a lot of stuff. Pizza, calzones, wings, rib tips, pasta sandwiches, salads. Uh, we don't have all of that today. Yeah, most of it. <laughs> we have most of it. And Choices to You brought a fantastic lunch. So we're excited about that. <clears throat> like I said, this is the Tiffany Crewman Show. And uh, Tiffany, before we get into the topic and, and the interview today, you have a neat little story about your dad you wanted I to share. Do. So go ahead and share that. Yeah, we're celebrating my dad's birthday this year in a really cool way. He's 49 again? Yes, yes, 32. <laughs> he, um, he did a really, really cool experience when he was younger. He got to ride in this plane called the Ten Goose when he was living in Ohio. And it is a 1920s plane. And it's like basically metal. I mean, you look at it, it looks like shiny metal and it's kind of square and boxy and it's just a really old plane. Everybody's Googling that yeah. now. Yeah, so ten, the Ten Goose. And yep. so the cool thing is the Ten Goose is touring the country again. And so it's coming back around almost 100 years later. I mean, the, when it was made um, into Lawrenceville, Georgia, of all places, right up the street from us. Nice. Yeah, here in Gwinnett County. And it will be there next weekend, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And you can buy tickets to go on the Tin Goose. So that's what we've done. We've, we've got some tickets and we're going to go as a family. Um, my mom is not real big on it. My husband, he doesn't really get much thrill from that because he's like the skydiver, jump out of planes person. So <laughs> it's going to be myself, my dad, and our kids. So if you're a history buff, yeah. if you're a plane buff, Tin it's Goose coming really to Lawrenceville, cool. that'll be next week, the yes. last weekend in April 2017. Uh, I would imagine if they just, so I was saying Google Tin Goose to see what it looks like, but Google Tin Goose Lawrenceville, yeah. find out all the information. Yeah, so, go fantastic. and take a ride. It's it's not too, too expensive and it's once in a lifetime experience because nice. it may not be around for long and hopefully we'll, we will be around for long. <laughs> we'll see. But, you know, I take hope in the fact that it is old and they've taken great care of it Yeah. versus like 
So this Some isn't a reproduction. Now. This is no. actually a plane from the 1920s. This is the same one that, yes, from the 20s, but also that my dad wrote in. So he will be able to sit in the same seat he sat in when he was eight years old. Isn't that cool? Now I can, now I, uh, that is very cool. Yeah. <laughs> and by the same token, I can see why his wife is maybe not <laughs> really thrilled. <laughs> yeah. No, that is cool. a, that is a very unique experience, which mm-hmm. is what we hope that our listeners get when they listen to the Tiffany Kruman right. show every week. So very good. Please bring back reports of that. I will. Uh, Pictures and, and video. Yeah, that'll, that'll be, be good. Cool. That'll be good. Now, there is a, another piece of news that you have hinted at in past shows. Yeah. And, and here we are in April of 2017. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we're. Oh, so close yes. to announcing, but you so want to give close. us one more teaser, I think. Yes. I have been working for a couple of years now to license my product to a larger brand so that she can kind of go on as part of a bigger brand and become so much more than just a single product. And I have finally come to the almost the completion of that. It looks like next week, maybe the week that I sign the contract and see it become something that I always dreamt it would be. So uh, in show production meeting, as we do in front of our community, um, if you don't sign it next week, do we... Uh, <laughs> then do we... we'll move it forward one more week. But you know <laughs> so, how that goes. So Attorneys. hopefully we're not going to have a weekly in, uh, a weekly announcement, yeah. right? <laughs> no. We hope the next announcement is Here's the right the thing. one. So. I've talked to multiple companies and I've never actually mentioned it publicly. I feel good enough about this one to wear... Yes, it's going to happen. It's Fantastic. just a matter of, of days. So, yeah. So, I was kind of squealing and running around this morning because I... <laughs> Everyone's now yeah. envisioning <laughs> squealing. Uh, me at my house. Just a normal morning. Um, so, I was excited because I got an email from this company, from the owner of this company. He sent me some pictures of the new design of my product. And although Ava has been on the market for almost eight years now and everybody loves her, she's got a a couple little design flaws that I've hated. And I've hated watching people go through them because I needed to redesign her for quite some time. Unfortunately, that costs a lot of money. If you're going to retool something like this, it's going to take a major investment. So we've kind of just dealt with it and been glad that we've still had loyal um, supporters and fans and that have used Ava even with those little design flaws. But this company has completely fixed any and all of those issues with Ava and has taken it a step above. I mean, I just, I saw the picture and I almost fell down today. And Wait, you were squealing and yeah, you almost fell down? I was literally jumping in my room. I'm wow. not kidding. When Fantastic. you design something with your own hands and you see it go through these different stages and right. this is everything you dreamt it would be and it finally is, it's just the most exciting thing. That is awesome. Yeah, but the coolest part is, okay, so Barbara made me use my own voice on the first one because I had used it on the show. She said, why wouldn't we still use it? We're not going to pay somebody to do that. So Ava has been my voice for the last eight years. Every time I hear a kid come up that's a fan or every time I push the button, I hear my own voice with my nose plugged going, one, two, three. And it's, yeah, going to send Mike, me to the crazy Mike, did you save that? Uh, Mike, our producer, make sure you save that. So. So the good news is the new one is actually going to have my daughter's voice on it. And it's not just her voice. It's a sweet little song. And I was going to play it for our listeners so they could hear how Ava is going to sound in the future. So so, so this is the premiere of Annabelle doing Ava. Yeah. And this is how Ava will sound going forward. One, two, three, open wide, make the medicine go bye-bye. Isn't it sweet? That's awesome. <laughs> I see a Grammy in her future. Yeah, yeah. She's embarrassed, just like anybody is when they hear their voice, but I think it's beautiful. She has nothing to be embarrassed no. about. That is fantastic. And it's kind of well, cool, you know, to have your name or your voice on a product is well, just kind of neat. it's now become truly a family business. Yeah. 
That's right. right. Like you asked before the show started, am I going to pay her? Probably <laughs> down the road when she sues me for no, rights. <laughs> actually, before the show, you said no. And I said, well, I'm going to be Annabelle's agent and make sure that she does get you paid. You strong armed me. And now I feel the pressure too. <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle, you can come in and have lunch with us. Brought to us by choices to you.com. Yes, Any that's how I'll pay you. There you go. Fantastic. Food. Wait, I already do pay her in food. <laughs> And lodging and and education and other things. (laughs) So, all right. So uh, we have, we have talked about the 10 goose and everybody's Googling that and they're going to go next weekend. We've talked about licensing. So let's get into the topic in the interview. Um, Most shows, we have a business owner uh, or a business leader that we're talking Mm -hmm. to, and we're trying to find ways that we can help our community of listeners, learners, and launchers. Uh, take their products or their business to the next level. And a lot of times their stories fit in with your story Mm -hmm. and sometimes they don't. Well, today, Tiffany, you're the interview. I am the the guest and the interviewer. (laughs) So you're going to interview yourself. So (laughs) I'm going to step back. I'm going to go get some more lunch. (laughs) Uh, No. So uh, what we're doing today, the topic is we are going to dig into your specialty and Mm -hmm. your specialty has been a product launch because Mm -hmm. you have taken Ava from uh, clay designs all the way to uh, market, staying on market, growing your brand, growing your market, and now to a licensing mm-hmm, deal. Mm-hmm. So this is a topic that you are uh, you have become an expert on, and there's still a lot for you to learn, I'm sure. But we want to take the time and and we want our listeners to engage with us mm-hmm. in this conversation. This is not going to be a one-show topic. No. It's going to be uh, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. We'll try to let everybody know. Of course, we want them to listen every week. But uh, this will be one that if they kind of pay attention and they save the the podcast, uh, it, it'd be a good library of knowledge for them to right. draw from, correct? Yes. You know, for all the people out there, and I know there's plenty of them because I get emails all the time of people saying, I have a great idea. Can you tell me what the first steps are? I don't even know where to start. That's exactly what we're going to go over. Now, I can't speak to every kind of product. Obviously, I did a injection injection molded plastic product. So, you know, I may not be able to speak to fabrics or this or that, but I'm going to do my best to share what I did, how I searched, because I did everything you guys did, even though, or you're doing now. Even though I had Barbara and had an investor, we still had to take all of these steps. And to be honest, because Barbara had never launched a product before mine, um, we learned it together. So we made mistakes along the way, which I'll share with you. Um, we just hit a lot of hurdles that I'm hoping to save you that trouble. So this is uh, this is also going to be a little bit of a different interview for those of you that uh, listen to our show regularly, or maybe this is your first time uh, with the Tiffany Crewman show. We want this to be a long, ongoing mm-hmm. conversation that we have with our community. So yes. we definitely want you to listen. We definitely want you to learn, but we want you to engage with us. So uh, as you're listening to this interview and future interviews about the topic of where do I start and where do I mm-hmm. go and how do I launch a product? Uh, We want people to send us questions uh, to go into greater detail. Mm -hmm. It might be on the air. It might be that we just reach out to you via email. Mm -hmm. Um, We also want people to insert their, uh, what they've, their experiences. Definitely. Somebody has done a different Mm -hmm. product and it's been with fabric or clothing or whatever. We want to hear from you so that we can share it with the community. This is where we truly fill in those gaps for us, please. Because I don't know everything. I don't ever claim to, and I definitely could use some advice from those of you who have done something different. And if this is a true community, we are, uh, we are not going to ask, uh, for any money to be a part of this. What we are going to ask is that you subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. You can do it through iTunes. You can mm-hmm. download it from GwinnettBusinessRadioX.com and go there and, and listen and to And when all we say through shows. iTunes, I can't tell you how many people have said to me, what do you mean through iTunes? If you just pull up that little podcast button on your iPhone and you you tap search and you put just my name, that's all you got to put, Tiffany Crumans, K-R-U-M-I-N-S. 
it will pull up the show right away and you'll see my face and all the shows that we've done and you hit subscribe and those go into that podcast and they don't take your your cellular data, which is important. You know, people want to be able to drive down the road and listen and not use their data. So it's very simple. Just do your podcast great. icon yep. on your iPhone. And then if you've got an Android, let us know how you do it. Yeah, on please tell me because I don't, I still need to know those directions. <laughs> well, we'll figure it out. That'll be the next That's show. another tip. Someone email us that, please. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, uh, so we're talking to the business hopeful out there who has emailed you and said, I've mm-hmm. got this idea. Where do I start? So uh, literally, what would you say step one is in that process? Well, you've got to see if it already exists or if you have this, you know, huge market out there that is wide open. And what oh, wait, I, s- I can answer that. Wait. I already talked to a couple of friends. Yeah. And they said they've never heard of it. Yeah. And, and I, <laughs> I thank you. That's it. That's exactly what happens to me all the time. I get emails and I get people break down their idea and it literally is a Google search away. I'll put it in. And 17 versions of this product come up. Never hurt. It doesn't exist. It definitely doesn't have a patent. I feel confident in it. And I can find it in 10 seconds. So that shows me these people have not done their research. Not done step one. Very simple research, yes, of searching to see if... Now, it's not to say that you won't find something similar to what you're trying to do. You may have a a leg up on those people and a better design or whatever it might be. But if you're finding, you know, 20 competitors with the exact same thing, you may want to move on to the next idea. So Save yourself the time and money. So let's talk about your uh, experience. Mm-hmm. You there's There are medicine droppers, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you searched and there yes. was nothing specifically right. to engage the child while they're taking medicine, yes. correct? Ava was the only animal shaped or any shape really, you know, child-friendly device that delivered liquid medication. And so I, not only did I search the market, but I searched um, with a patent attorney to make sure that someone did not have that. But we'll get to that in a second because I know you're going to keep me from that. (laughs) So, uh, so let's, let's talk about searching and, and we're not, and we're not talking down to anybody, Mm -hmm. but if you've had the experience of people emailing you and takes you 10 seconds to find it, give some tips on how to search Mm -hmm. when they're searching online. I always tell them to search as if they're trying to buy it because that will, you'll, it'll come up in a heartbeat. If it's for sale, it'll be on some sort of ad or something on Google and it'll pop to the top versus trying to say, does this blah, blah, blah exist? Or sometimes they search, you know, is there a patent for this? They may be calling it, another great way to search is they may be calling it like with Ava, a medicine dispenser. Maybe you need to search medicine dropper. Medicine, you need to change up the words in your search. And my mom said it has some fancy name, Boolean logic or something, but I'll, I'll believe her on that because well, she's Julian a brainiac. Yeah. logic, so <laughs> Boolean logic. But basically okay. just search it every single way you can possibly think of to search. And think of, and also use contractions in a very important way. Put in the word and, put yes. in the word or, put in the word not. Uh-huh. Um, that's that's some specialized searching that'll mm-hmm. help people. Sorry, I, I might have said No, 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 that's there, good. But. Yeah, that's what I didn't say. I mean, yeah, if, and, and you need to go down that page. You need to go through, you know, 10 or 15 Google pages if it takes it and search everything you're finding. because ah, that's you, important. Don't yeah, just look on the first it's page. It's probably the most important because the first page is the one that's got, you know, the most hits or whatever. It's going to come to the top. You could have three pages in, you know, five different listings showing your, your exact product that you've quote unquote come up with. So this is, so you, in your experience, you talked about when people have emailed you, it takes 10 seconds to mm-hmm. find it. But in this case, if somebody really wants to do this well, this is a few hours of work. Oh yeah, maybe days and days. I mean, you're going to okay. want to search you're going to want to search every search engine. You're going to want to search definitely the patent side, which we'll talk about, but that may be more concerning than even the Google side. But, um, but just the basic search, yeah. even that could take yeah. days. 
be creative, write down all the ways, Mm -hmm. wait, write down all the ways you have searched, write down whether you searched it on Google Mm -hmm. and Yahoo. Is that, would you also suggest using multiple search engines? Definitely. Okay. Google, Yahoo, Bing. Definitely. Yes. Uh, Those would be the three I would talk about. Yeah. I don't know if there's any more, but yeah. there are. I'm sure there are, but we'll we'll stick with those three. Your homework, because a lot of people are just so easy to say, like you said, this doesn't exist. I'm going to make millions. And they haven't done all this little tedious work to try to see. Well, and I was going to add to that. Keep notes. Hey, I found mm-hmm. on, you know, yes. here's the website I found. On, this was on the fifth page under this search. Hmm, I found this brand. Be, it's a little iffy. And yeah. that's exactly what a patent attorney is going to do later. Okay. And their searching is is they're the exact same thing. They're going to keep notes, like you said, of people to watch or companies to watch that are similar to what you're doing because you don't want to be, you know, sued by these people. Later. Now, let me let me dig into one part of an answer you gave at the very beginning, which was that you do this search and there's 15 different bro- products exactly like it. Now, there, there is a very important distinction that I think kind of needs to be made here, and I want to see if you can help make it for, mm-hmm. for me and for the community. Just because someone else makes the product doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're out of luck, right? Yes. So let's start talking about I've got a one-of-a-kind, mm-hmm. and let's start talking about I've got a new way or a better way to do it. I've got a great example for you. Perfect, Perfect example. Okay, there's a lady I've been working with who came up with a, I've talked about it before on the show, but I'm going to talk about it again because it's the perfect example for this lesson. She came up with a bodysuit for babies that allows the parents to tube feed their children. Um, She works as a nurse in a hospital. She's seen this for many years. She's actually been the one to lift up a onesie off of a bed, or not a onesie, a bodysuit, I should say, because Gerber owns the trademark to onesie. (laughs) I'm noting that legally. Um, Pull up the bodysuit on the baby and try to get a tube uh, into the side of their body without having to undress them every time. So she came up with this idea. She approached me and I said, I assumed, yeah, this probably exists in some way. And so I searched along with her. She had done her homework. She, on the first call I had with her, this is when I fell in love with her and what she's doing. She already had a list of those companies that were her competitors, which I have a lot of respect for. I was like, okay, this is good. We can look at these. So we looked at those competitors. There's only two or three of them. Uh, People had tried to do, you know, different versions of this, different openings on the side. And I instantly knew what she needed to do. What they had done was basically taken plain bodysuits and they had added some sort of opening. Um, But that's pretty much all it was. And I said, the way you're going to stand out against these people is in your branding. If you have a unique brand, and the, what, the idea I came up with for her was that this, this little opening on here should be a fun thing for the kid. As much as they hate being tube fed, this needs to be something that is interactive for them and is adorable. And so I came up with a, a fire truck. So the fire truck door would open for a little boy. Nice. A gate with some little flowers around it, like a fence gate for the little girls. And the gate opens. So now that when her little, her little door opens on the side of their, their um, bodysuit, it has an attractive appeal. It's beautiful, a beautiful brand. Um, and the name of it, Tubesies, because it's because it's know, not it's the other fed. name. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yes, yeah. And that was close enough where we think we can get away with it. We'll see. Uh, but I, I prepared her ahead of time, even with that name. I said, you know, you can file this name, but you may get some some um, backlash later. Yeah. And if you do, you're gonna be you got to be prepared to move on and find a new name. People get so stuck on those little things. They're like, this is the name. This has got to be the name. And it's like, no, maybe it won't be. I mean, I could have had somebody come after me about Ava and I would have had to switch. I would have moved on and still had been a great product, you There's know? Some elephant that's yeah. very famous named Ava. Well, Barney the dinosaur could have, you know, I mean, they could have tried to say because it's the whatever, you Interesting. know. That is a fantastic uh, idea. So there were things out there, but they mm-hmm. found a way to differentiate themselves. Obvi- oh, one more thing. Yeah, more please. importantly, how she really stood out, and this had nothing to do with me, was the design of her product. So... 
they had done the, the opening for to let the tube in, but they had not designed that in a in the best way to where it was functional. So her as a nurse, she had been in the hospital and she had done this and um, stuff had come out of the tube basically and got on the, the bodysuit. She came up with one where an actual little gauze can fit in the window and prevent that. And nice. that was a huge deal for these parents. Nice. She's now released the product. People are using it. They're sending her videos and pictures of their kids with them. And the moms are raving. And it's just, it's really taking off. Are we allowed really to, get a, sh- are we allowed yeah. to give a shout out? Yeah. Give Cecilia the- is her name. She's a good friend of mine now. And her, her product is tubesies.com. So tubesies. if you have a child that is tube fed or, you know, anywhere from birth up until about, I think it's three years old, that is your place to go. Hey, if you heard about tubesies here on the Tiffany Crewman show, give us a shout out. Let us know yeah. that you're listening to the podcast and, and we can pass that on to Cecilia and, do help give a little business and more importantly, uh, help children, uh, who are, who have to be tube fed, have a little bit better mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. Right. I like that. Very good. Okay. So, um, obviously the last thing I'll say about, is it already on the market? Probably the best case scenario is you've done a ton of research on your own and you literally can't find anyone that's got the product anywhere right. or it's not even close mm-hmm. more nine times out of 10, 99 times out of a hundred it's going to be, I've got a different design. Yes. I've got a unique style. I've got mm-hmm. something that's going to make this, I've built a better mousetrap yep, yep. for, for lack of a better mm-hmm. term. Whoever owns the term mousetrap, please don't say. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to step two. So mm-hmm. I've done my research. I, I've spent hours. I've spent days. I, I've been able to show you the work that I've done. So now you've brought up patents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the next step, correct? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, not to necessarily get a patent. I think everybody jumps on board and says, I need $10,000 to get a patent. Right. First of all, you don't need $10,000 to get a patent. But to know the most important part of this patent search that we're going to talk about is the fact that someone else could own this and they would come after you. So that needs to be your concern. If you're starting out, you've got an idea. This is great. Whatever. I'm going to launch it. I go on Kickstarter. I launch it. And then you get a, a cease and desist from a company that says, we've been making this for 10 years. You just didn't find our website. That's a problem. You don't want that kind of problem, you know. You don't want to invest your time and money in something like that. Right. So, it, and, and do a Kickstarter and get everybody else's money, and what yeah. are you going to do then? Yes, so. yes. And I have actually, sadly, I've seen that happen to two different Shark Tank products, where either intentionally or not, they have basically ripped off these Shark Tank products and done Kickstarters and even used similar names. And now a lot of the group people in our Shark Tank group are having to go after these people. So I don't want to be smart about that. All right. So where do people start to do a search, mm-hmm. not to get a patent, mm-hmm. but let's start with the search. Where do people go? Where's the best place to start and do, okay. again, some of your own research? Mm-hmm. So it's USPTO.gov. And that website has improved greatly since I started. It, it used to be, oh my gosh, if you pull it up and you, it looked like you were reading a foreign language. I mean, it was just all over the place. They've They've really redesigned it and tried to make it a little more... Um, search friendly and people friendly, but it it's, could still be confusing. So you may want to go to someone on this and pay just a little bit of money to make sure that what you're doing and investing in. Oh, well, hold on for mm-hmm. that. Let's mm-hmm. let's get to that. I, I, right. I, the last thing I'm going to do is spend money. Yeah. So let's let's put that <laughs> off. Yeah. You go to uspto.gov. I'm sure there's a search tab, and I would think to some extent you just want to start searching for the, the same, same way we you discussed. did. Yep. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you want to. So it'll start the search under broad terms, medicine dispensers, medicine droppers. So you can kind of do that. And there are multiple resources for this. If you Google online, how can I do my own patent search? Do that. There are a lot of people that have broken this down in more detail than I can do for you because I did use someone eventually. I mean, I did do some searching initially 
Um, but later I had someone, you know, finish that out for me attorney wise. But yes, there are step-by-step um, blogs and stuff that will walk you through, search it this way, do what you said earlier, put the and, or yep. um, just change it up a million different ways. But you're still never going to feel 100% confident in that until you get that final go-ahead from an attorney or okay. yeah, so, an agent. So we, if you haven't uh, figured it out yet, there is a lot of sweat equity and there is a lot of knowledge equity that is going to go into any Mm-hmm. launch of a product. And there's just no way around that because no one is going to have the drive that you have to bring your product mm-hmm. to market. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the drive to do hours or days of research mm-hmm. before you get started, yes. then you don't need to get no, started. Don't, don't waste your time. That's exactly right. Go find a friend. And and, and I've seen in- countless, I mean, those people all day, every day. That's what you see. And you've got to get used to having these ideas and moving on from them. I've probably had 50 ideas since Ava and I've walked myself through either you know, whatever it might be, looking up the patent or whatever it is, and then said, nope, not going to happen. And those those are 50 ideas you've had. How many emails have you gotten yeah. in the seven years since mm-hmm. since Shark Tank first aired? Thousands. Thousands of emails, yep. and 99% of them haven't gone beyond mm-hmm. step one. And, and, right. and we haven't even gotten to where you've launched the product and then potentially, potentially right. find failure or struggle or hardship. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that comes with that. We're just talking about the initial, should I even do this? And this is, and, and it's not bad. Mm -hmm. It's going to save you headaches and and, And and frustration and money. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I like that part. So that's a good, it's a good investment of your time to save you thousands of dollars of, Mm -hmm. of money and more hours to, to, come into trouble later. Okay. So Mm -hmm. USPTO.gov is the first one. Now let's start talking about should I use a patent attorney or should I use a patent agent? And what the difference okay. is between those two? Yeah, things. most people don't know that that even exists. That I there's didn't. a difference in the two. Okay. I didn't. I didn't either, obviously, until I went down this road. A patent attorney is someone who is going to write and design, you know, put together your entire patent and defend it. So if you ever do get sued or you ever or you're going after someone, they're the ones. If you use the same attorney, that's actually going to go into court with you and fight it. You know, that's that's what they're for. An agent. I, I'm assuming they have less schooling and that's why they're an agent. They can do stuff like searches and all of that, what we're talking about right now, for much, much cheaper because they haven't gone through however many years of, of law school. So they are perfect for the search portion. They know what to do. They know how to search it. That's what they're, most of them do. And that's who you should consult with because you're going to pay a lot less money. You're still going to get a legal answer and feel confident going forward without hiring an attorney. Am I allowed to tell a story? Yeah. Okay. So in my, (laughs) well, you said that almost, yeah. So this is a great example. If people are trying to figure out the difference between um, agent and attorney in the world of, I'm I'm around the world of finance and I work a lot with CPAs. I Mm -hmm. also work with people called enrolled agents. Enrolled agents can usually have a good enrolled agent has the exact same almost exact same level of knowledge as a CPA Mm -hmm. can definitely get into the tax questions and the financial questions, just like a CPA can. They do not have the schooling and the licensing to sign their name at the bottom of a tax return. So I can prepare the tax return. And then if you want to get it signed, that's Mm -hmm. that's probably the same with this, right? Correct. My guess is an agent knows the ins and outs Mm -hmm. of patent, but Mm -hmm. it's mostly on the research side. Let the agent do the research. And if we misspoke about that in some way, let us know. But that's that's my knowledge of it. And I know for a fact that you're going to get a cheaper result with an agent and you're still going to 
know whether and, or not it exists. And and here's the two ways that I think people would respond to that. If I'm a patent attorney and go, no, no, I can do the research part and yeah. I can do it at a reasonable price. Let us know Please that. do, yeah. If you're the agent and go, no, no, I can do the writing and I can do all that kind of stuff and I can do it at a reasonable price. Let us know. Right, I mean, right. because... I, it's funny. I might have an agent or attorney in my name, but when you find a good one mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of either of those, yep. they're going to be well worth the money, yes. right? So that's part of it. Don't just find any agent. Mm -hmm. So how, where would you go to start looking for whether it's an agent or an attorney? And let's start with the agent because at this point we're doing the research. Mm -hmm. And at this point we've said that's probably the best way to go. Just doing the research. I like to work off referrals just with stuff like that. It's so important to work with a referral base from anybody who's ever done it. You know, if, if you can reach out to an investor or I'm sorry, an inventor who's been down that road and used a patent attorney, it's great because I've seen and worked with numerous um, attorneys that weren't so great over the years. And, and once you've already paid that money or moved forward, you've just wasted it and moved on again. So I, if you can find someone who's been there, done that, use one that they liked, please, you know, use that referral. Okay. So... So referrals are great, mm -hmm. but hey, I'm I'm an inventor and I'm still kind of not being overly public with this. Um, are there, should I search for agents? Should I start looking for communities? Are there any online resources mm -hmm. or any larger resources that might help me search and, and get some reviews? Yeah, I'm not sure. That, I don't have an okay. answer to that one. So Ooh, hopefully somebody can, can help us with to that. our community. Yeah. So you did also, you, you were telling me off the air, and some of your notes that there is going back to the USPTO.gov. Mm -hmm. There's some other, um, there's some other stuff uh, that, that people can use. Um, you know, there's a frequently asked questions page, yes. right? Yes. So, it's much better now. It's, it's, it's actually very helpful now. So take a look at it no matter what. I mean, yeah. even if you don't have an idea right now, maybe pull it up and just look around and, and get a better idea of, of the patent trademark world, because it's definitely, a lot. And maybe, on. and maybe this is a, and, and I guess the probably one piece of advice, if you don't have a, a referral community that you can turn to that you trust, mm -hmm. um, I guess one piece of advice I might give is I, I would certainly be okay starting with a very big brand and I'm going to throw out the brand of like legal zoom. Mm -hmm. Um, or I've seen commercials of, Hey, do you have an invention and you're looking for a pet? That's probably a good place to Legal start, Zoom, yeah. mm -hmm. but don't stop there. Right. That's probably going to help you learn the lingo and do some yeah, things. Yeah, and LegalZoom, definitely. I don't know about any of the others that do you have an invention. I've seen a lot of those take advantage of people, and right. I don't recommend right. necessarily going through some of these companies that that want to help you with your invention. So maybe um, A lot of this you can do yourself up front, and don't you know, don't give away your idea right off the bat. And so. by the way, if you've built that knowledge equity, mm -hmm. you're not going to be confused by yes. their jargon. You're not going to be, yes. they're going to go, oh, we'll do this. We'll do that. Well, I've already done that. Uh huh. So yeah. now I'm seeing you want money for things that mm -hmm. I can do myself. And that was the benefit. Even when I got on Shark Tank, that was what got me in the door is that I had already done that research. I'd taken a couple thousand dollars and put it into that search and worked with an attorney on that. And it got me in the door because they knew it didn't exist. They did a little further research to make sure it didn't exist just to protect the show. But it opened that door for me. Had I gone on, because everything else I was clueless, obviously. I mean, that was very obvious on my episode. But they were okay with that because we knew it was not anybody else's idea. It was strictly mine. Well, I, for one, am glad you're not clueless now. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good definitely thing. not. So, um, so I, I think also when it comes to, um, when it comes to, uh, I guess, the agent and the search, you're looking for their expertise of being able to find things that you wouldn't be able to mm -hmm. find on your mm -hmm. own, correct? Yes. And mm -hmm. and you're going to, and, and. Because you're still trying to decide, am I moving forward with this? This right. is not, 
I'm doing a search. And yes, once I get that search done, this patent attorney is going to say, let's do it. And you move forward. You do not move forward yet. It's not necessarily time to, to, to file a patent just because you found out it doesn't exist. So that's, that's not step three. No, not necessarily. Okay. Definitely not. There's like a lot that. of work to do before you do that. Now, let me ask this. Um, and and I'm, I am going to jump ahead a little bit mm-hmm. in the process. So one of the things, so, so what exactly does a patent give you, the inventor, yeah. or the inventor of the product that you've now mm-hmm. researched mm-hmm. and gone, eh, this is close mm-hmm. to mine. What does the patent give you? What, what is it good for? That's one of the most confusing things to people, and it was to me as well. I think 99% of the country, or, or a lot of it, thinks that you get a patent, you're protected. That's it. That was my knowledge when I first did it. It was the oh, government's going to protect yes. me. And that I filed this with the government. Isn't it going to back me up? Not the case at all. The exact opposite. This All this is is a place marker. It's you saying, this was my idea. I'm claiming it. And, and you've got the date and you've got your name and you've got, more importantly, a detailed design of what you came up with. That's it. At that point, if somebody wants to knock this off, and you have to go after them. It is your job, your finances, you know, your responsibility to sue this person. And you you don't sue them right away. You obviously go through steps of cease and desist. Yeah, like trying that. to get them to stop yep. using it. But there's a lot involved. And I'm watching multiple Shark Tank again. Multiple Shark Tank companies go through this right now of people that are ripping off their products and they're having to go after them. And we're talking twenty, thirty, fifty, sixty, hundred thousand dollars worth of legal fees just trying to protect their own idea. So here again, the time and research ahead, mm-hmm. ahead of time is you're, again, trying to protect yourself from going after starting a product that's already been started. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's it's just making sure that you know that if you get to the point of writing a patent, yes. it's your responsibility mm-hmm. for defending it. And, yeah. and that's part of what you pay the patent attorney for. Right. Is, well, and you've got to get moving. Like the, the thing that people do is they they think, well, I've got the patent. I can sit on this now and they slowly grow this business. And it's the exact opposite. You want to hit the ground running. You want to get it to market if that's what you're doing, if you're moving forward, because you do need to get those sales and that kind of that place in the market. To, you need to have your market share. Yeah, you have to. I is, mean, it's worth nothing without that. So so a patent is worth... Well, not necessarily. You could you could sell it off or license it to someone. But Okay. But the best value of a patent... Yes is going to come out of you taking it to market mm-hmm. and having a brand and having sales. Yes. That will be the best defense of people also going against your product. Yes. And I'll use the example historically here in the metro Atlanta area. Coca-Cola is a metro mm-hmm. product. Mm-hmm. Co- there were tons of knockoffs of Coca-Cola mm-hmm. over the years. Coca-Cola designed the contour bottle as the one yeah. way to tell it apart. And then the second thing was everybody who tasted Coke said it. this other stuff is not as right. good. Right. Right. I can name... Plenty of, yeah, and they're know, still fighting off companies today, and they will always be. But well, there's yeah. always a cola uh-huh, uh-huh. right down the yeah. aisle, and we could put in the cheap brands, mm-hmm. and it just ain't. Mm-hmm. It is not Coke. Yep. Right. That's so right. that's that. So sales mm-hmm. and branding are the best way to. Well, in this your day patent. and age, which you've got social media and all these places where you can grow your brand, if you can do that right, a good example is Boogie Wipes. We've talked about them before. It's a little wipe for children's noses, and it's basically just a scented wipe to wipe off your kid's face when they're sick. And it's not that novel, really, but they did their branding so well, the two moms that started it, that they just, they killed it. They had this huge following before they ever went to license their their product to another company, and they couldn't be denied. I mean, it was just a phenomenal brand. And people could try and do a different sense, yeah. but they weren't, they, never they didn't had run that. their company as well uh-huh. as they did. Uh-huh. So, um, so. We've kind of covered the first couple steps. Um, let's sum up with a couple of lessons learned here 
Uh, one thing I'm thinking is that your time uh, mm-hmm. equals money. Yes. Right. Definitely. So y- mm-hmm. your time equity, your sweat equity keeps valuable dollars in your pocket for other parts of your That's business. That's all I did for the first however many years of my business was I worked and ran the business. I did not put money in necessarily. Barbara was the investor. I was the sweat equity. So yes, even from day one, it's worth something. All right. And it, when it comes to, so let's stay on step two and the idea of finding a patent agent because we're still doing the search. Don't go after the first one you find. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you, I mean, yeah. Look for at least two. Look I would, for at least I would three. ask for referrals all day. I mean, you definitely want three referrals from whoever you're going to work with. Someone local they've done a patent for that you can call and talk to and see what their experience is. And they, they, should, they should, if they don't give you that, then so that's my, a problem. Because in my day job, yeah. uh, my clients are, are confidential. Yeah. Yeah. I have to get their mm-hmm. permission to have you call. Ours them. is listed online, so if you looked up, say you looked at my patent, and it would it would usually say the agent down the down below who may have worked on it. So I think it's kind of common knowledge, and it it should probably be something they'd give up. The ones I worked with were able to give me people who they'd worked with. So nice. I don't know. That's a good question. That Maybe they don't question. typically do that, but I mean, it's, mine did. It's fair to ask. Yeah. So very good. Um, I don't think you discuss what they patented. Right. It's just a matter of did you work with this person? Right. What, you know? what were they yeah. like? Is it was right. it worth the money? Things like that. Yeah. And I think the last part of the patent search, because you've kind of stopped everybody from I got to write a patent. Mm-hmm. No, no, you mm-hmm. got to search the mm-hmm. patents first. Mm-hmm. The other thing I think they say is I got to trademark everything. Yeah. Right. Yes. So let's let's focus on that for just a second. Uh-huh. So Ava's trademarked, obviously. Um, I've learned a lot about trademarking since, and I'm still learning stuff. I'm watching other Shark Tank companies go through stuff with their trademarks that are teaching me about it that I never knew. Um, But a trademark, same thing. It's me putting my name on my product. I think one thing most people don't know about trademarks are they are in the industry you're in. So um, Ava is trademarked in medicine dispensers. Now, I could I could trademark her in, you know, 10 different other industries, but you have to have a proof of. I can't remember exactly what they call it, but it, you basically have to send them proof that this is on a saleable product, that you are selling this product. So everybody can't just go and go into the trademark system and go, I want this name, I want this name, I want this name. You have to be able to send, I have to send them a picture of Ava that she's still on market, you know, and has this name being used in order to keep it live. I just had to do that recently because it, it became time for her to be renewed. So what is the, but let's go to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Is there a best time? And again, this is launching a product. Is there a best time to look to get that trademark? Yeah, I would think that would maybe come before the patent. I mean, only because your name may have a lot to do with your business. I mean, look at our buddy, domyownpestcontrol.com. He has to have that name. You change that by one word, then, you know, there goes all your value. Then you you go to his main competitor. Yes, (laughs) Yes, you do, actually, which we're not going to name. No, we're not. Because you want to go to do my own pest control, right? Yes, do my own pest control. That's exactly what you About to be do do. my own, I think. Uh, Yeah, they're going to branch out. I like that. Okay, so um, we have learned here, and I I think we're going to kind of put a pin in this right Mm -hmm. here, but uh, let's kind of sum up. So we've... We've talked about doing research to find out if your product is already on the market or if, if that's the best, you know, if you want to start pursuing. We also talked about patents and we talked about using a patent agent or a patent attorney that is reasonably priced, mm-hmm. priced to help you do the research mm-hmm. after you've already done your own research yes. on USPTO.gov. And we, we kind of talked a little bit about trademarks, realizing that trademarks might be the first thing you do after you've done all your research. Depending on your branding. Depending or, yeah. on your branding and how important the name is um, and, and and working on that. And then possibly at that point, it might be time to talk to a patent attorney about mm-hmm. maybe getting that patent 
you know, getting that that stake in the ground. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about different types of patents later. We're going to go down that road for mm-hmm. sure because there are two different types of patents, or well, not more than two, but the two that I've been dealing with are the main ones that everybody uses for products. And we need to break that down for everybody so they know, do I need to spend the 13000 on this one or could I have this one and it cover me just as much? I think the community might tell us if that needs to be its own show and its own topic yeah. because if we get a bunch of nicely worded emails of yeah. I'm a patent attorney and I can help with the yeah. research or I'm an agent and I can help with writing. Yeah. Um, we'll take it. Yeah. We would love to dig into that. We might have you on the show yeah. to talk more about That'd be it. Wonderful. Um, and so patents might be its own separate show, mm-hmm. but we talked about researching it today. Um, so we've kind of finished with trademarking. I think the next time we circle back to this and really dig in, mm-hmm. I think we should probably start with the, the topic and the step of, okay, now you've researched it, but can you sell it? Yes. And that's probably a good place Mm -hmm. to dig in more into writing patents. Just because you think it's a good idea doesn't mean it's actually going to be purchased. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because there's a... There's a uh, very large uh, pile of stuff yeah. in people's imaginations <laughs> yeah. across the world that are not sellable. But yeah. we won't. We don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about can you sell it? Yeah, and we'll figure and out. And there's what a ton of stuff you can do yourself with that to figure that out. And then we're going to walk you through all those steps. Fantastic. Barbara had me do every single step of it that we're going to describe to you. You know, when I when we were working together in the beginning, it was kind of the blind leading the blind. And we said, wait, you know, we need to like, I need to stand out in front of a store and say, what do you think of this? How much should it be? You know, what color do you like? And just kind of do some raw, you know, market research right there in person. And it, it worked out well for us. By the way, that wasn't the tagline of Ava the Elephant, yeah. <laughs> the blind leading the blind, right? Uh, no, <laughs> just how our business started. Absolutely. Okay, so. We've uh, we've come to the end of the first part uh, mm-hmm. of our long series of launching a product uh, brought to you by Tiffany Crewmans, uh, who brought Ava the Elephant to market and is hopefully in the next week uh, going to be able to share the story of how uh, continue to share the story of how it went from a clay model on Shark Tank to now being a licensed yes. product to a, with a new player in the game mm-hmm. uh, and a new voice. In, yes. in Ava, uh, which is <laughs> Annabelle. Played that earlier. Shout out to her. So um, that might be our intro music. Yeah. I think we might have to do. <laughs> so uh, I want to wrap up. And before we do, uh, or as we wrap up, I want to uh, remind people that uh, choices to you.com uh, brings the Tiffany Crewman's show to you every week. Uh, and we certainly thank them for all their help today. They brought us Franco's Best. Franco's Best is located at 1365 Grayson Highway in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Their phone number is 678-407-1155. That's great if you go eat there. What's even better is if you go to if you don't want to leave your house, go to choicestoyou.com, join their service today, find all the restaurants that they work with, get them to deliver the food fresh to you. Look into the different ways that they bring it. It's uh, it's fantastic. It's always fresh. It's always top of the line, exactly how you would have it in the restaurant. So use their service. But the other thing you do after you do choices to you, if you're here in the Gwinnett County area, now, if you're not in the Gwinnett County area or after you've done that, you've had a good meal. What we want you to do Mm -hmm. is uh, we want you to get in touch with us. Tiffany, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. I am working on a redesign of my website, but it's fully functional right now. May not be as pretty as I like, but it'll get there. Um, It's tiffanycrumans.com. And I have a contact form on there. I hope that you'll reach out. Give me your phone number, your email, your name, your story. Um, we've had some really cool people reach out. I had a, a young lady um, who was legally blind, a um, couple other ailments, reach out and tell me she had a dream about Ava. And so it was just so touching the kind of different people that reach out and talk to me. And I hope that you will too. And 
tell me any questions you might have that we can answer on the show. And, and like you said, give us any advice that you've gone through. Uh, Tiffany Crewmans.com, K-R-U-M-I-N-S.com. Uh, Tiffany is also on the Business Radio X network. Uh, we are broadcasting live out of the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios inside the beautiful Sinesta Hotel in Duluth. Uh, you can go to GwinnettBusinessRadioX.com and find her show mm-hmm. there. If you have an iPhone, you can go to your podcast. If you can, if you have a Samsung or other type of phone, find out where you can download podcasts. Subscribe to the Tiffany Crewman Show through your podcasting on whatever phone you use. Um, and specifically for this show, if you want to send a response or a question mm-hmm. or anything that you want us to talk about as we move through the steps of launching a product, uh, put in the subject line "product launch show." Yes. Okay. Put in the please. subject line "product launch show" because it gets messy in there. And I mean, you, we get emails from all over the world because Shark Tank constantly rears. So, yep. I don't want it to get lost in the mix and we don't respond to you. So, say whether it's a question or a comment, and remember, mm-hmm. "product launch show." Put that in the tagline. We'll do our best to respond to you as best we can. Uh, we might even invite you to be on a show or call in. We'll do something. We'll definitely give a shout out to your business if you're in the midst of uh, launching your product Mm -hmm. and and we talk about it. So uh, we want to build a community of listeners, learners, and launchers. So we have invited you in to be a part of a long-term conversation about uh, launching a product, which I'm sure will also lead to the future shows about other things that we're not specialists at yet, (laughs) but we want to become. So that's, that's part of the Tiffany Crewman show. I think I've done a pretty good job yeah. of summing up. What do you think? Yeah. I don't know what I'd do without you, literally. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, I know what I'm going to do in the end of the show, and that means we're going to eat some more Franco's yes. Best brought to us by Choice2.com. So, so good. for Tiffany Crewmans, for Trey, and for the irreplaceable, irreplaceable Mike Salmon back in the production uh, seat, this is Stephen Julian saying we'll see you here next week on the Tiffany Crewman Show. <laughs>